Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Kings of the South podcast, the NFC South podcast. We are your hosts, Corey and TJ. And if you're wondering, like, hey, didn't I just see this? No, we're recording two episodes in one night, okay? We're not going to change clothes for this, folks, okay? We love you, but we're not putting in that much effort right now. Okay? Uh, this, ain't, this ain't Hollywood. Yeah, you know? So, uh, yeah, this is what you get. We're doubling up. We're, we're committed. You know, we're going to. We're gonna get straight into these draft tapes, brother. You know, you ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Let's All go. Right. So I'm kicking it off with a banger, man. A banger. Her, Steve White, and Dame Jeremiah from uh, NFL Network. They're saying my Atlanta Falcons are primetime players to trade up into the top three. Uh mm. I hope so. Yeah. But I also hope that uh, J.J. McCarthy go out there and wow some people in, uh, in Indy. So, yeah. Uh, so that if we can't land up there, I, I, could be, I, I, could be, I could be persuaded into J.J. McCarthy. He's only 20, about to turn 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a winner every step of the way. 6'2", six, 6'3", six, I believe. Uh, he's a little six three. Side. He's 6'3". He's a little on the skinny side, but uh, yeah. you know, we got a new strength and conditioning coach, and they're gonna they're gonna beef him up. He can make all every throw just because you haven't seen him throw at Michigan. That's because they didn't have to. They had the best running attack and, and defense football. Yeah, and the best <laughs> defense in all of college, college football. So they weren't requiring him to do much, but when they did, he delivered. Um. I believe uh, a lot of these uh, analysts had him graded out as the the best quarterback in college football when with uh, the game on the line, big time throws. Uh, I'm not going to go into uh, specific guys because uh, I don't have those stats in front of me. You can look it up; it's there. Go on Twitter; mm-hmm. it's there. Um, now I'm not going to lie, man. Like I, I know all these prospects. I've seen JJ McCarthy play. I wasn't impressed when I first watched him. But uh, seeing how all these analysts breaking down his film and saying, oh, you, you just don't know what to watch for. And uh, once they start breaking it down and sharing stuff, I started to see some things alike. He got he got more arm than I gave him credit for. He's more quick than I gave him credit for. He's more fast than I gave him credit for. And he is the only quarterback in this draft, really, that played – 80 to 90 percent of his snaps under center so that's a that's a plus yeah um i'm trying to talk myself into it yeah the past two years i watched the quarterback throw a pass from his ass and i watched desmond ritter through throw uh you know like what four red zone interceptions in the end zone I watched him fumble twice out of the end zone. So, yeah, um, I'll take whatever at this point. (laughs) I'll take whatever, brother. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm curious to see if New England will actually trade out of three. Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about it on personal um, phone calls off the the cameras. I just don't know, man. They're in a prime position for the first time in decades. They're they're in the top three of the draft. They never get that high. 
Um, I can almost so assure I, you they'll be that high game next year. Yeah, no, I'm not disputing that, <laughs> but I just think that if I'm New England, I want to get a cornerstone player. And I know this this draft is deep, and it's a great class, um, top to bottom, every position. Uh, well, majority of positions. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think you can get a real franchise-changing stalwart player at either left tackle, at receiver, or at quarterback. Mm-hmm. I like the top three quarterbacks. I like Caleb Williams. I like Drake May. I like Jaden Daniels. I like them all for different reasons. And, you know, Caleb Williams is everybody's, you know, foregone conclusion at, as number one quarterback. Um, but, I mean, two and three, I I played with the last few months. And mm-hmm. I, I I told you that. And I and I wasn't trying to be hot takey, but I think that pe- people are sleeping on Jaden Daniels uh, more than they should. Oh, really? We'll we'll get to that and it's you know yeah. later on because uh I'm a, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take y'all to church in a little bit um yeah you know, I've like heard I some think. things I don't know if you heard uh since we're talking about combat and stuff we might as well get into some of the rumors mm-hmm. um the commanders are doing a lot of homework a lot of homework on Jaden Daniels you know i'm i'm not surprised that's uh cliff kingsbury uh their offensive coordinator that's his cup of tea mm-hmm. um i'm i'm not he likes mobile quarterbacks that. yeah i'm not surprised by that at all yeah and, not that drake may is not a mobile quarterback but we all know it's Jay a different type Daniels. of mobile yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so drake may is like a scrambler he's Jaden daniels Daniel. yeah yeah jaden daniels is a runner mm-hmm. like he is a runner he's a lamar jackson Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm not surprised by that. I feel like I feel like both of those top teams, uh, Washington and New England, is taking a huge gamble with getting a quarterback and playing them behind their terrible offensive lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, there's no guarantees. Whenever you know that you'll make it back in the top three to get a quarterback it's hard to get in the top three now i will say the media is putting a lot of like onus on the quarterback position they they amp it up times 10 they're oh, yeah. saying they're telling people to trade up into the top four to get jj mccarthy that's hey, crazy that's, that's crazy i like jj but i don't like him top four brother i'm not no i'm gonna be honest and this is just me mm-hmm. i don't even like him top eight I don't. I just don't. I I've seen mock drafts where Atlanta trades back with Minnesota or Denver or Vegas. I don't like that. I there are there are arguably in my well, not even arguably. I think it's a I think it's a fact. I think there's ten players better than him. I don't even think he should go top ten, personally. I mean, you're not wrong, but you know how it is. You know, if yeah. you're not a quarterback, you do everything you can to get one. Yeah. And you know, once upon a time. You know, some one I'm not comparing the two, but one could argue that they were ten players on the board that were better than Patrick Mahomes at one point. Yeah. So, yeah. Not comparing them, folks. I'm not saying uh, you know, <laughs> JJ McCarthy is <laughs> is the greatest uh, player of all time. I'm not saying that, but yeah, uh, yeah. Who knows at this point? Um, yeah, I, I'd be curious to see how the the combine goes for these quarterbacks. I think that's the the big story coming into it. 
Um, but I think coming out of it, man, once you get past Marvin Harrison Jr., who's going to be that number two? Because it's been Malik Neighbors for a while now, but Romo Dunze. Yeah. Oh, let's have that conversation now. Um, holy shit. If you were in need of a wide receiver, <laughs> this is your draft. This is your draft. This is your draft. Uh, Carolina. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, there should be some. We need a couple of them. <laughs> there should be some well available in the second round, yeah. second or third round, just based yeah. on positional needs. Like, it's like it's a deep tackle draft. It's a deep yeah. corner draft. It's a deep uh, wide receiver draft. Yeah. yeah. So much so that Lance Zerling of NFL Network, he put out his annual scouting report on all the players that he ranked them in his system from, like, I think the high sixes. I don't think anyone's ever gotten seven, but a high the high sixes to, like, you know, the ones or whatever in the six, anywhere from the high sixes to like the low sixes is like starter level uh, player. He had 22 receivers at a starter level player. 20, he graded out 22 receivers in his draft that could be starters in the NFL. That is insane. That is probably the deepest I've ever seen it. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> this wide receiver class is top to bottom the best wide receiver class I've ever seen. Um, and it's crazy because some of these guys don't have a lot of college production, but you look at the tape and you look at the measurables, the athleticism, so high floor players, so many high floor players, uh, just it's crazy and I, I know it's it's marvin harrison and then it's everybody else but damn is everybody else really good <laughs> everybody else is really good Man. and marvin harrison's gonna be elite he is gonna be that julio jones that aj green that calvin johnson he's gonna be that guy but damn there's so many good receivers in this class yeah bro, bro so they got aj green and uh, uh um marvin harrison jr they got Jamar Chase and Malik Neighbors, and they got Larry Fitzgerald and Roman Dunze. Yeah, pick your poison. What? Who? What? It's all. It's, it's pick your flavor in, in this uh, <laughs> in yeah. this wide receiver draft. And yeah, you know, quick shout out to you know your, your boy Lat McConkey, man. Like he's yeah. a juiced up uh, Cooper Cup, man. He is. He's a very juiced up Cooper Cup. You can call him Julian Edelman 2.0. You can call him whatever you want. They're calling um, him to Elijah Moore, which is like once they said it, I was like, Yeah. I think he's going to have to be more productive than. Yeah. Uh, That's why I, I kind of made a face when you said Elijah Moore. I'm like, wow, hey, Elijah Moore is not Elijah very good. Elijah Moore gets on the right team. He he will be a dog. But he's we've been, not say, we've been saying that for now. years. He hey, hey send him to the team. Chiefs. Send him to the Chiefs. So, I don't think you want to see that, brother. I'm telling you. Hey, I really see that in the T. Higgins. Hey, well, we won't see T. Higgins anywhere, I don't think, now. Uh, well, who knows? Hey, <laughs> we'll find out in Indy. We'll find out. All the rumors start swirling. Hey, I give it less than two weeks. I say about two weeks. One of these receivers is getting traded, whether it's Brandon Ayuk or T. Higgins. Or, One of them's getting traded. Or Amari Cooper. That too, yeah. They need clear cap space. They need clear cap space. Just throwing it out there. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, the receivers, man, they're yeah. out of this world. They're gonna be so many studs. Um, it's 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 gonna be crazy, and they're all gonna be, they're all gonna test out of this world at the combine this, uh, this mm-hmm. coming week, and I can't wait to see it, man. Yeah, so a guy that nobody's really talking about, he's not getting talked about as much. He's yet even being talked about as falling out of the first round is Xavier Worthy out of Texas. Uh, he is a little undersized and weight. That's the concern, his weight. Um, I think he's going to run probably the fastest 40 time out of the receivers because he is a dynamic deep threat. Like, he is fast. He's Jalen Waddle-esque. Um, he's that good as far as speed. Um, he's undersized, obviously, so there's concerns about that. Another one, Troy Franklin. Oh, man. I, I love bro, Troy they're, Franklin. They're saying that he's going to be the like everyone's talking about. Oh, uh, Brian Thomas, uh, you know, is going to go, you know, in the team. They're like, no, Troy Franklin is going to go. And that's yeah, funny. Brian Thomas. I've a lot of uh analysts and and draft experts are are saying he's going to possibly fall out of the first round or back into the first round. Not that he's not talented enough, but there's just so many other guys that have these different traits. And also too, the system that was ran in LSU, there's concerns that it was just a a receiver, you know, beneficial scheme. Hey, hey it worked I mean, out well for the last two. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'll take Brian Thomas Jr. I think he's great. Um, I'll take any of these receivers. Yeah, man. this receiver I'm, class, I'm man. Not, yeah, if any, if my team goes, uh, they pick a receiver at eight. They pick a receiver second round if we have that pick. They pick him in the third round if we had those picks. I really don't care. I don't care who it is because we need receivers. I don't care because they're all going to be good. They're all yeah. going to be good. Some may be better than others, but they're all going to be good. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't even talk about Devontae's, uh Walker, uh, Malachi Corley, and um, Roman Wilson, my boy, my boy Roman. Roman 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 Wilson, uh, uh, Jalen Polk, Jalen Polk, who's the number two receiver in Washington. Elite Washington is loaded. It is McMillan. McMillan was a slot receiver in Washington. There's so many receivers. A.D. Mitchell, bro. We bring up A.D. Mitchell. A.D. Mitchell, yeah. He's another one. Oh, oh, uh, Brendan Rice. I love Brendan Rice. Jerry Rice's son. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. I hope he comes to Carolina. He's probably not going to come to Carolina, but I love Brendan Rice. I think you know, he's a great receiver. You know, brother. He's, he's a six-foot-three. We forgot. We forgot. We forgot. Like it. Yeah. So, folks, take our word for it. This is the yeah. deepest receiver class you're probably ever going to see. Yeah. Um, Ever, yes. It's gonna be some studs. Uh you're gonna you're gonna be looking on TV on Saturday, third round, you know, like degenerates, because we all are. And yeah. go, oh, they got that play in the third round. That's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see it a lot. Yeah. Um, so Another thing I want to say too, so let's change course a little bit here because we've been talking about offense a lot. I think so. I said a big story to pay attention to is who's going to be number two receiver after the combine after Marvin Harrison. But I think an even more important story is who's going to be the first defensive player off the board and how high are they going? Because this, 
this defensive class is not getting talked about as much as the offensive part of it because there's so many good offensive players. But man, there's a lot of great defensive players that are in this draft that a lot of people aren't talking about. Yeah. I mean, when you do a lot yeah. of mock drafts, you see all these mock drafts on YouTube and and on on the internet. Um, it's mostly offensive players that go in the top ten. And yeah. I'm talking tackles. I'm talking receivers, quarterbacks. Draft, bro. Brock deep. Bowers. Brock Bowers is yeah. going top it's ten in most. It's such a deep draft. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that's going to be the biggest story to come out of the combine is is how do the defensive players perform? Does anybody improve their draft stock to whether they're top 10 pick, like a rock solid top 10? Uh, Leatu Latu from UCLA is Ooh. someone to pay attention to. I know he has a bad medical history. He had to retire from football at one point, and then he came back. But, man, you want to talk about edge rusher and someone yeah. that you need to rush the passer? Atlanta oh, could, yeah. could totally use Leatu. Oh, oh yeah. He- um he he he's not going to test well. He's not going to run the fastest forty. Which no, you know, I'm, I'm prepared for that. I, don't think, I think it's the medicals for him yeah. more so more so than anything. Yeah. Um, but I I think with Jalen Phillips producing the way he's producing after that, after he had to medically retire, I feel like it's not a, as big of a hurdle as it once was. Yeah. But um, simply put. Layatu Latu is the best pass rusher I've ever seen in college football. The the mm. best. He yeah. is unguardable. You cannot you he left he left office alignment grabbing air, like picking up turf mm-hmm. with two steps. He is so polished and so refined as a pass rusher. The way he uses his hands, the way he uses leverage, the way he his, his first step. He has every tool in his bag. If you want to use a rip move, you can use it. If you want to do a little bit of a hump move, you can do it. If you need to do a spin move, you can do that too. He he can do it all. You won't have to. He is probably the safest, the safest edge rusher in this class. You you pick him, you're like, all right, we got a 10 to 12 sack guy every year for you know. The rest of his career, you ain't got to worry. He's not a guy you you can draft and like Dallas Turner, you know, because he got all these traits, and you're just hoping that he can put it all together. Because mm-hmm. uh, as a cautionary tale, my Atlanta Falcons had a, it was a toozy guy coming out of Clemson who had all the tools, had all had the motor, had the speed, had the length, everything you would want. You just had hope that he put it put it together, and yeah. he did. For about two seasons, and now he's out of the league. Yeah, uh, Vic Beasley. So, yeah, um, I'm tired of betting on trades. Give me the give me the guy who's good now. Yeah, and Layatu Latu is good now. Him and Jared Verse. Give me one of the two. Yeah, Jared Verse more of a power guy. Um, he has speed, but he's definitely more of a power guy. Uh, especially when you compare him to Dallas Turner. Dallas Turner is more of a finesse speed guy off the edge. Uh. Latu is just total package, in my opinion. Um, obviously, the health concerns will will dictate how high he goes. Um, but also, too, another guy that uh, our 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 good old friend, our good old friend, mm-hmm. uh, Trevor Sikama. Um, 
Yeah, we, we roll together. We, we're in the same Yeah. Team, you know? <laughs> and Connor Rogers, you know, our buddies yeah, yeah, from PFF. Um, they uh they were talking about Byron Murphy, and I've heard other people talk about Byron Murphy from mm -hmm. Texas. Do you want you want someone who can rush the passer on the interior? You want a Chris Jones, you want an Aaron Donald-esque player? Byron Murphy, man. And he's not talked about enough because he's an interior lineman. That's not the sexiest position. You know, when you talk defense, you're talking edge rusher, corner, uh, safety. And then you're getting into the D linemen, the, the D tackles, the, the linebackers. Um, but Byron Murphy's another one to watch out for at the combine. He is super athletic. He is a beast. And he he just he dominates. He dominated at Texas, and I'm curious to see how he performs. What's his 40 time um, at the combine? Because he's very athletic for an interior lineman. Mm -hmm. um, and that's someone that you definitely want to pay attention to. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the NFL is trending in that direction again, where you got interior linemen who are just dominating the league. Um, Derek Brown, Quentin Williams, Chris Jones, uh, Dexter Lawrence. Uh, Christian Wilkins, you could even say. I mean, Christian Wilkins was more of a DN and a 3-4 this year, but he also played interior. Mm -hmm. um, so just those kind of guys that just wreak havoc for the interior part of your offensive line. So I'm curious to see how the D-line and the edge rushers perform in this, this combine coming up. Mm -hmm. um, and then you, you got to talk about the, the cornerback position, man. This cornerback position is deep. Mm -hmm. there's a lot of guys not getting talked about but one guy I'm I'm curious to see because he had a great senior bowl Quinion Mitchell out of Toledo mm -hmm. be very curious to see how he performs at the combine next week oh yeah because he could solidify himself as a top 10 pick yeah well I don't see top 10 top 15 yes um I, I heard as high as uh Denver at 12 yeah yeah, that's that's a good spot. Yeah. Uh it's been a lot of debate with these corners, man, about who's the number one corner. I've been hearing Terry on Arnold. I've been hearing uh Quinion mentioned. I've been hearing uh what's the other guy? Uh, uh out of uh Missouri. Nate Wiggins. Nate uh -oh. Wiggins, I heard him, I heard Rake Straw out of Rake uh, Straw, Missouri. You also have Kool-Aid McKinstry mm -hmm. out of uh Alabama. So yeah, I'm I'm interested in seeing that. Um, I'm not interested as much as the forty times because I know they're gonna you know be yeah. fast. They're cornerbacks. They're gonna be fast. Oh yeah. I, I want to sure. see them running the cornerback drills. I want to see them how they get out of the back pedal. I want to see how quickly they can move, how, how fluid they can move their hips. I want to see their oh, yeah. skills. I want to see if they can catch. Do it look natural catching, or is it, it is it a labor catching the ball? That that's what I'm looking for with these corners. Uh, I feel like all of them is going to be. It, it, what a year, man! What a year to need a corner. What a year to need a receiver. What a year to need. Uh, I can't wait. I can't. Edge wait. rushers. I, I mean, and this edge rush class is low key. It's pretty deep, deep as well. We talk about Chop Robinson, man. We ain't yeah, Chop Robinson. Also, um, the other guy out of Alabama. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh, your boy Chris uh Braswell. Yeah. Yeah, Braswell. Also, back to receiver real quick. <laughs> Another guy we did not mention earlier, Keon Coleman from Florida State. 
Yeah. And 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 he is falling down draft boards and mock mm -hmm. drafts. A lot of people have him going second round, and it's crazy. It's and crazy. it's all going to be dictated on his 40 time. What does he run at the combine? He's going to run like a 4-5. But for that size, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I don't care. I don't Hey. But it just goes to show you this class. Another corner, TJ Tampa out of Iowa State. Mm -hmm. Another great corner. Yeah. I mean, I got so many names right here. Yeah, the safety class is really good. You got Kalen King from Penn State, another corner. Chris Jenkins, another D D tackle, uh, the son of former Panther great Chris Jenkins. Y'all gonna try to bring him back home, brother? I hope. I <laughs> I will put money because do you know uh, who who's also in this draft? Not just Chris Jenkins' son, but also Musa Muhammad's son. Oh no, no, he went back. He went back. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh. he went back. He went back. <laughs> no. Yeah, next year, buddy. Next year, bring him. <laughs> Is he still at A and M? Yep. Okay. Good. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm kind of glad he went back because I was hearing that he might go, like, day three. Yeah. I want to see him go day two at least. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a great draft, man. It's going to be incredible. Um, I feel like now is the perfect opportunity, man, to get into some of our, our – you know, it's a, it's a new segment. It's called Our Guys. Yeah. And every year, every draft season, every person – who loves football, who follows it the way we follow it. They have a couple guys who are their guys. Um, uh, sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're wrong. One of my big misses, I thought Brian Brown was going to be good. I was terribly wrong. But I feel like I could have been right if he would have went to a better situation. But it's me, you know, there. You know, there. Yeah, um, you know. So, hey, remember, uh, remember Johnny Football? You know, I still – this is the hill I will die on. If he wanted it, oh, he yeah. could have been an all-time great. Oh, yeah. But, Especially in today's NFL with how they do spread offense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think he wanted it. Uh, yeah, let's kick it off, man. And uh, this one, I'm I'm going to start off. This is a man. I'm about to take you out of church for a second. This is a man that – my co-host can attest to that from the day I saw him in his first start as a skinny 18-year-old kid at Arizona State, my my exact words were, this guy's going to be a star. This guy's a franchise quarterback. Now, that take got a little rough. <laughs> a couple of years, it was a little it was a little rough, but I said, you know, I believe in it. I'm pounding the table. He's a guy. He played with poise. He he makes the right decision. He don't turn the ball over that much. And look at him now, Jaden Daniels. Yeah, it's a good shout. I said it from the jump. I just saw something in him, man. I just just like I saw something in Drake May when I saw his first game against uh, Appalachian State. Even though I think they lost that game, but it was, you know. Yeah. It's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah. Jayden, man, he, just got, he, he has it. I don't know what it is, but he got it. And uh, it's that it's the it's the aura, man. He got the he got the he got the you know the sauce, brother. He got the sauce, man. And, yeah, he's got the magic yeah. juice. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> give me give me one of your guys there, brother. 
Uh, well, I've been talking about him for months now. Peyton Wilson mm-hmm. from NC State, linebacker, which to me is a need for Carolina. Hopefully, we go in our own backyard, <laughs> go draft one of our guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Peyton Wilson from NC State, man. I'm a, I'm a huge NC State fan. Anybody who knows me knows that. Um, he, while he has an injury history that's concerning, when he's healthy, he is one of the most dominant linebackers I've ever seen in college football. Easily. Like, he reminds me of Luke Keekley. Like, that's how damn good he is. Um, I watched Luke Keekley when he was at Boston College. Um, hopefully, he can live up to that level of, of player. Uh, he's projected right now because of all the injuries he's had to go day three, maybe late day two. I'm curious to see what he does at the Combine and how he performs on the 40. Uh, but just watching tape and watching games, anybody who knows football, he's a great linebacker. So I'll be curious to see what he does at the Combine. Who's next, man? Probably the one I'm, I'm the most about. <laughs> but I'm going to pound the table, man. Andre Sweat. Mm, yeah. Lyman, another another Texas guy. The sheer size of this man. I believe he's 6'4, 6'5, 270 pounds. Uh now there's no way on God's green earth he's gonna play in the NFL at 370. That's not gonna happen. He needs mm-hmm. to get down about 330, 335, 340 at the most. But as a run stuffer, I don't think there's a better one in the draft. And while some people say he offers nothing in the pass rush, I tend to disagree. Yeah. He has he has some stuff. He has some things. And with the right coaching staff that can be refined, that can be picked up, he has the quickness. He has a short area of quickness to, to evade an offensive lineman to get in the backfield. And if he's paired in the right situation – not saying he's gonna be that, but Vita Vea vibes. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I did say I hear I heard he was on the heavier side at the Senior Bowl, oh, so that would be pushing, a concern. But he was pushing about three seventy five. <laughs> he was. He was. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go another name that people probably might not be too familiar with. I am going to go with uh, Graham Barton out of Duke. I really like him. He's versatile. He can play all across the line. Uh, Graham Barton should be a first-round pick. I think what he does at the Combine is going to dictate a lot of that. Uh, his versatility alone should make him a first rounder. He's 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 a very talented offensive lineman, very very solid starter uh, throughout his college years. Um, so I'll be curious to see what he does at the combine. But that's another guy that I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Carolina guy, Duke, NC State. You know, um, checking gonna, off the boxes. Yeah, he's gonna go for the trifecta guys. He's gonna. Uh... <laughs> His last pick, he's going to pick Cedric Gray, linebacker out of UNC. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, my last guy, man, I talked about him a little bit earlier. 
anytime I've ever watched a Michigan football, which I will admit it wasn't that much. Um, anytime they had big time games, I watched. But anytime I watch those games, one player popped on offense every single time. Roman Wilson, man. Uh, yeah. the way I I did not know he was that fast because you know, yeah, <laughs> you never see Michigan, you know, chuck it deep from seventy five yards. You know, they don't. That's not their game. But when he gets the ball, man, he got wheels. He showed it last year, and he improved upon it this year. When his route running had gotten better, he was cooking foods at the Senior Bowl. His hands are, you know, sure. Uh, he's one of the smoother route runners in in this draft. Uh, he's drawn a lot of comparisons, a lot of comps to Chris Olave. Yeah. Well, you mean to tell me I can potentially get Chris Olave in the second or third round? Yeah. Sign me the hell up. Sign me up. Yeah. I'll take it right now. Yeah. Roman Wilson is one of my guys. Watch out. My last one. Uh. Go ahead, do it's it. Man. You, you, I know. I, I think I know what you're gonna do, man. But, you know, you you've been pounding the table for this guy, man. Oh dang! Now you you make me question myself. Yeah. I'm gonna go off the cuff with this one because I ain't talked about tight ends very much. Okay. I'm going Jatavian Sanders out of ooh, Texas. Ooh, 6'4". <laughs> I know people love Brock Bowers. I know Brock Bowers has every every right to be a top fifteen pick. But man, Jatavian Sanders out of Texas, another great tight end who should be a full time starter when he gets drafted in the NFL. He's that good. He can start day one. Um, very underrated, but he's very athletic and uh, he's a great pass catcher, great, great vertical threat. I want to see what he does at the combine. Yeah. Yeah. He's, a, he's another guy who, like Roman Wilson, he didn't get the opportunities because the team didn't need him to. Exactly. But when he got those opportunities, he balled out. He looked he looked good. Um, mm-hmm. He has some some speed as that as a tight end. You can't really teach. You know, you can't really yeah. you can't really you know he's he's faster than Sam Laporta, and mm-hmm. Sam Laporta just lit the league on fire. So, yep. Um, yeah, I, I like that, um, folks. We have a hell of an offseason in store uh, waiting for us. Uh, we hope you guys uh, stick around with us. We're going to be with you um, whenever big news hits and even when it's not. Uh, so be sure to keep watching, keep subscribing, keep looking for us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, we'll be here. We're going to be bringing you that the good stuff, folks. Uh, until next time. Peace.